Hey, what is up, guys? This is Josh from the Next Apex Podcast. Uh, thank you for tuning in today. Today is a continuation from the last episode, episode 13.1. Um, in this episode, we're going to start off with a little bit of Lotus talk as Lotus did reveal a new a new vehicle over the last week or so. Uh, so I did want you guys to uh, you know just kind of hear this. I think it's quite interesting. I think the car is going to be quite good as well. And there's, of course, some other news um, to follow as well. Uh, but if you do enjoy the episode, of course, be sure to give it a like rating if you can. Um, be sure to follow us on the platform that you're listening on, as well as uh, be sure to share it if you do enjoy it as well, because that's how we grow, of course. Um, the more you guys share, the more that we actually grow, and uh, the more people actually get to hear it. So uh, be sure to share the podcast, and um, yeah, I'll see you guys at the end of the episode. All Lotus. right. Yeah. Lotus. So picking up on the affordable mid-engine sports cars. Um we're talking about the Lotus Amira. Yeah. Which is that's, I guess that's how you say it, right? Amira. Amira. I don't know how it's I think it's Amira. Um, so I that was just gorgeous. revealed. It looks really good. I think it's gorgeous. I'm so yeah. proud of Lotus. Yeah, it looks I'm really like cool. I'm tearing up right now, man. I'm so freaking proud. I, <laughs> like, like Lotus, man, they, they're, they're just one of those companies that, like, no matter what they're making, you just want them to succeed. Right. Because they're so small. Yeah, they're they the small guy. Cool, but they make really good stuff. They make such cool stuff, but yeah. they like don't sell a whole lot of it. Right. Because nobody really knows about them. Yeah. And like I, I, this thing just looks so sick, man. Yeah. It looks it looks a little bit more luxurious to it me. It does, which is fine. I'm yeah. totally okay with that. Yeah. And that definitely comes from the Mercedes side of things. Because... Mm. They partner with Mercedes for this car. It's got a Mercedes AMG inline six in this, which is good. Yeah. Which you and I had speculated kind of a little bit about. Oh, yeah, it would yeah. be, you remember? And yeah. neither of us even <laughs> guessed even it would come to the Mercedes. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I had no clue that it's going to use a uh, the two liter turbo four from AMG. No, me neither. Yeah, I had no clue. Um, also pretty interesting is that the 3.5 liter supercharged Camry engine is it's still gone. here. Wait, it is? It's still here. Oh. <laughs> I got the info wrong. My bad. <laughs> it's all right. That's why there's two of us. Exactly. Um, yeah, you can still get the supercharged Camry engine, which I find pretty interesting. Uh, I feel like they should have just scrapped that and just gone with one just to make things simpler. And also the, the personality of the car would be quite different depending on what engine you choose. Oh, yeah. 100%. Um. Uh, just pretty quickly, the performance numbers, this is also another reason why I was also surprised that they offered these two engines because the AMG four-cylinder, uh, the four-banger, already makes 360 horsepower. Yeah. The Camry engine makes 400. Yeah. So you're only talking about a 40-horsepower difference. Yeah. So uh, whatever. Um, I would have just gone with the AMG motor if I was them, just to make things simpler. Um, I'm also wondering... I also kind of wonder, like, maybe the, like, how different would they be? Because uh, turbo cars have great torque, torque curves. Yeah. So I almost wonder if the AMG sourced one would be like just as fast. It's possible. Even despite the horsepower difference. It's definitely possible. Yeah. Um, I gotta say though, dude, the interior on this car. Oh yeah. I really like. Yeah. No, it's it's nice. It's it's, good it's got interior. a nice flow to it, nice proportions and everything. It it looks really good. Definitely. Like one. like we said, both inside and out, a I little bit one. more luxurious. I want one. Yeah, I, I, I proper. I properly want one of these. I think I would buy one over a Cayman GTS. I would have to test drive them both, but 
It'd be something to consider. I don't know that I would take one over a Cayman GT4, but a Cayman GTS? Okay, GTS possibly. Right? Yeah. GT4, maybe not. But GTS... Now, if they came out with a hardcore version of this... Oh, you know they will. Oh, 100% they They better. And... I can't wait for that. The best part, of course, guess what's still on offer? What's that? Manual gearbox. Manual gearbox, that is correct. Yep. Uh, you can get with a manual or also automatic slash dual clutch, depending on what engine you choose yep. and whatever else. Um, uh, it does mention that the AMG motor is actually tuned in-house as well. Yep. Um, so it's not just straight-up AMG motor. It is at least a little different. Yep. Um, starting price is eighty three grand. That makes I think that makes sense. Yep. Um, also, uh, it's pretty it in line with the Cayman GTS again. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty in line with that. Um also, something else I am happy about is that it being more luxurious looking and uh, I think also a little bit more spacious. The yep. front end's a little bit taller. Yep. Um, also, the overall car is just a little bigger, wider, taller, longer. Um, but even despite all that, still lightweight. Yep. Um, I think their target weight is 3,097 pounds. Yeah. Which is still, that is fantastic. In it's 2021 standards, that it's is great. very light in 2021 That standards. is great. My gosh. That but is fantastic. I, I I just want to I, I want to talk briefly about the styling here. Okay. Go ahead. I think, again. <laughs> again. Again. I think this is a beautiful car. Yeah. But I want to point out like the side intake. Okay. Right. The intake on the car. Uh, so first off, front end, it's basically like an Amira or the 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 Elvia. El, 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 what's their electric car? I don't remember. Avaya. Avaya. It's okay. very much like the Avaya. Yeah. Right. Um, but the intake mm-hmm. that reminds me a lot, like almost too much, of the McLaren Artura. Mm, yep. yep. You see I it? see it. Right. Yep. I'm looking like, at that picture right now. It does. The entire like side profile of the car looks like these. Looks a lot like the Artura. It does. Um, which isn't a bad thing. Yeah. I think it actually. End, I think but the it front actually end's more pretty than the Artura. Huh. The front end's more beautiful than the McLaren, though. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Um, the, 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 the Artura just looks like a natural evolution of like the 570. This looks like what yeah, the Artura should really have good. been. Yeah, it looks, it's, it looks like a different step for Lotus. More high tech, more luxurious without the sacrifice of weight. Um, or at least not too much. Um, and this, yeah, this design is really nice and is very well proportioned. And I think that this is supposed to lead up because I remember I did a project on Lotus about a year ago. Okay. And um, I, I believe that at the time there was a lot of rumors surrounding the idea of a possible SUV coming. From Lotus? Yeah. Okay. And I think this is probably leading up into that. Because um, looking, yeah. looking at the interior, as you said, that it is looks true. a lot more luxurious okay. for Lotus, etc. I think they're trying to build their brand into a more premium style rather yeah. than just light, yeah. light, light, light. No, that totally makes sense because if you're trying to – come out with a premium suv you couldn't just make another bare bones sports car because yeah. then it'd be it'd be too big of a gap to to have marketing try and bridge those two cars together exactly so i see exactly what you're saying this is kind of it's leading up to it basically exactly exactly so i think that's i think that's going to be huge i think this thing's going to actually sell really well for lotus i, think I, it, I, I, really I hope, hope so because it looks really really good it and it looks just a little bit I love Porsche, but this looks a little bit more sophisticated than the Cayman. It for does. sure. It does. I like I said, I would probably take one of these over a GTS. I'd I'd at least consider it. Cayman yeah. GTS. Yeah. So 
looks good. I think it's gorgeous. I I can't wait to see reviews of it. I can't wait to see it in person. Yeah. I just Um, hope people buy it. (laughs) Right. Uh, Zero to 60 time is says to be under 4.5. I feel like that's probably really conservative. Yeah, probably. Um, I was actually a little surprised. Top speed of 180 miles an hour, it says. I feel like it's very fast for just yeah 360 to 400 horsepower that's yeah. that's properly fast yeah that's probably that's pretty quick that um, probably comes with a very minimal amount of drag though yeah you know what i mean the car probably right. doesn't really have that much drag so it makes sense and it's still lightweight like we mentioned exactly exactly um should we move what on do we got to here that? yes just <laughs> move on to a proper supercar if you have the money for it um the final aventador so I Last really, one I'm gonna get. speaking of which, I really haven't like looked into this. I just oh, yeah. saw that it was announced. You just saw the pictures pretty much? Uh, I didn't, I don't even, I, I just remember glancing through and then like all of a sudden, like I saw an Aventador picture and I was like, oh, hey, Aventador. And then it said new and I said, oh, something new. And then I just kept scrolling. Okay. So I can, I can lead you on this a little bit. Um, design wise, the front end kind of looks like the Aventador S, um, but the side and the rear pretty much look exactly like the svj okay um but it's wingless you do not have the big svj wing that's kind of a letdown because the really wing is like i love that wing yeah i get that um but the svj i think they still want it if you really want the ultimate track car the svj is still it um this is kind of just a different iteration of it um however this does have more power um, just so a is little it like bit more of a straight line version of the SVJ. In a way? <sighs> it is so it's this, it's this weird mixture because um, I think Lamborghini actually uh, said that this Dude. is it's supposed to have the performance of the SVJ, um, even on track. But although it's missing the wing, so it can't be fully. No. Um, I don't know. It's it's this weird mixture of Aventador S and SVJ. Um, but it does have more power. Uh, it says 39 more horsepower than the SVJ. Dang. Yep. And the reason why this car is so important, because there is so many special edition of Ventadors, not all of them are important, but this one quite is, because this will be the last fully natural aspirated V12 Lamborghini you can get. The last one. The last naturally aspirated V12, though. Right. The next one will be V12 with hybrid. And... Lamborghini confirmed that? Lamborghini confirmed that. Dang, okay. This is the last one you can get that's well, non-turbo said, yeah. or hybrid or anything. Okay, well, in that case... This is why it's important. <laughs> what do you What do you think the next car is going to be then? Do you think it's going to be a, natu- uh, a naturally aspirated V12 with a hybrid? Or yeah. Or do you think it's going to be a, twi- a twin-turbo V12 no. or a twin-turbo V12 with a hybrid? No, it's supposed to be V12 hybrid. I think they, they've even said that or mentioned it because if it's if it's v12 with hybrid then that to me is not just not just like on the same level as just straight up v12 yeah like i see that as a benefit because hybrid assist you get added performance and added fuel economy right like Definitely. I see, no, uh, I've said this several times on the show. Yeah, I see no downside. To yeah, hybrid we like engine. performance hybrids. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're I cool. I see no downside to putting a hybrid engine, like or an electric engine, attached to an internal combustion engine. Right. No downside. However, if you take away the ICE engine and then you just yeah. make it a 
electric motor only. That, that that's when I have a problem. Yeah, that would have then that would have even made this car way more special. Yes. If this was the last V12 period that you're going to get from Lamborghini, this would have been crazy. That and they also probably worth, like, they also probably would have put a little bit more effort to make it more of a special edition. Yeah, because like I said, it's it's kind of this mixture between SVJ and S. Um, although they did squeeze out more power, which is pretty cool. Um, but it doesn't to the naked eye or to most people, this doesn't look largely different than any of the other Aventadors. Um, I'll be honest. I couldn't really tell the difference. I gotcha. I, I'm just, <laughs> but I, I'd still say that this is a very special vehicle. It's definitely something. Oh, I actually um, thought about it too. Imagine if you have, cause there, this is limited. Um, I think two, I think it's like 200 to 250 for convertible. Okay. Um, and then 350 for coupe. Um, I just imagine that what if you are the person that got number 350 out of 350 and you got literally <laughs> the, the last, last the last straight up V12 yeah. Lamborghini. That could be worth some money someday. That will be worth some money <laughs> Definitely. Someday. Definitely. That will be worth some serious cash. Oh, yeah. Probably I mean, all of these are probably going to go up in value straight out the gate. Yeah. I yeah, think. I think so too. Which is abnormal for Lamborghinis because usually they just plummet. But <laughs> these, I think, are going to go straight up. Yeah, I think they'll hold. And um, and also there's... The, I think it's going to be the 911 R effect. Yeah, yeah. and it, But I also think that's long-term too. Yeah. I think for... No, it is. 10, 10, even 10, 20 years down the line, that's going to... They'll probably be worth multiple millions 10 I th- years down I think the so line. too. I think so too. Um, so yeah, that's the... Uh, that's the LP seven eighty dash four ultimate. Ultimate. That's, that's the that's, last. That's, end of, it that's the end of it. The ultimate. I guess so. Ultimate. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, but, it's a it's a little bit of a. I don't know. I I don't really like the name. But <laughs> a lot of these Italian cars are. <laughs> they've gotten lazy, man. They've gotten really. Ferrari lazy. with super, super fast. fast. Yeah. <laughs> Like they've gotten so lazy with it. At least they, at least they came up with competency only for the. This just the means competition. Version. I know, but it's at least they BMW the, does the same thing. Yeah, but at least they made like the. At least they did did it in Italian. Oh, this time, of course. Rather than in 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 English, Super so that fast. way you know it's like. Yeah, that would have been really bad if they did it in yeah. English. It's like, is this a upgraded BMW? Yeah, is this just eight twelve competition? What? <laughs> Is this yeah. eight series? Like, oh, man. <laughs> at least, I mean, like, in, in granted though, like Ferrari, right? Mm-hmm. Four five eight, the speciali just means special. <laughs> yeah. So I get I'm, maybe they've been lazy for a while now, and yeah, I'm just it's not been for a bit. On. It's been for a bit. Although yeah. I don't actually remember what pista actually means. Does uh, it mean track? I think so. That's that's my guess. That was my first guess before you. So said that's it. a little bit less lazy. Yeah, at least it's not like at least the Italian word for it isn't like half the English yeah. word. <laughs> like it's pista, it's completely different. Exactly. Whereas like exactly. the other words, like it means it, you could you can tell a hundred percent what it means. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, all right, what's the next? What's the next thing we got? Let's so dive into this. I see Bugatti on your screen. Yes, um, which we, we want to start with. Briefly mentioned last week. Yes. So so last week we talked a little bit about um, a. What was then a rumor and has now been confirmed a merger between Remots or, as we were pronouncing it Remok. last week, Remok. Yeah. Uh, but they're Croatian, so it's actually Remots. Um, and Bugatti. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and the two companies have become one. Yes. They are now called Bugatti, Bugatti Remots. And um, they are owned 55% by Remots and 45% by Porsche, which means that they are still technically under the Volkswagen group. Um, but they are just, you know, strategically invested in by Porsche. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a, it's a strategic partnership between the two, between the two company now two companies, um, with Porsche kind of in the background, as far as I understand, I think, um, they're going to be still manufacturing Bugattis and Remots, not a Bugatti Remot. Right. Yeah, they're still they'll still have their own performance vehicles. Yeah, to so their it's own going brand. to be like it's going to be like JLR, where you know you'll have Jag, and you'll yeah, have Land that's, Rover. That's the perfect comparison. But right. you will not have a Jag Land Rover. Right. Exactly. So though Bugatti will keep doing Bugatti things, Remarque will keep doing Remarque things, Porsche keeps doing Porsche things. Um, but now they're and they're more powerful, gets, and everybody gets to use everybody's technology. Correct. And. Bugatti may need it because fully electric Bugatti has officially been mentioned coming that later this see. decade. Yep. I did hear about that and I am not at all surprised by that. Yeah. We, we, we talked predicted. about this last week. Actually, yeah. we were like, Oh, does that mean that Bugatti is bringing out a electric hypercar for the next car? Yeah. Well, yeah. There you go. There we go. And that also means W16 is going away, which yep. really that motor's like what twenty years old almost, or yeah. at least ten. Yeah, I mean um, it was the coolest engine on the planet, though. Let's be right. real; like right. it didn't sound that great, but my gosh, was it special? A quad turbo. <laughs> w- that just sounds cool to say. Yeah, I got Qu- a quad turbo W16. Yeah. <laughs> I drive a Volkswagen with a quad turbo. <laughs> <laughs> and like 30 radiators or something. <laughs> um, so yeah, next, uh, the Chiron successor will be fully electric, which we predicted. And we even, or at least I did, um, kind of even said that like, kind of need to. Um, yeah. Because the Bugatti, Bugatti's been known for being like the industry leader in performance numbers. Yep. Zero to 60 in top speed. They've been known for those two. And the electric technology is simply taken over there. Yeah. Um, you look at zero to 60 and Tesla now has their sedan doing zero to 60 in two seconds, which is faster than the $3 million Chiron. Yeah. So just, just for that nature, they kind of needed to go fully electric anyway. Yeah. And I so. really, really <coughs> am glad, glad of the part, the company they partnered with. Yeah, I am too. Because I'll, I mean, whenever, whenever Remots came out with the concept one, like everybody was blown away. It was like, holy crap! You mean that electric cars can actually be right. cool and fun and enjoyable, and also high quality, and which high is quality. still hard to find in the electric car segment. Very hard to find still. Yeah. Um. But I mean, you you have it maybe from like three or four offerings right now mm-hmm. that are like properly good, mm-hmm. um, right, and reputable. Yeah, exactly. Because there's there's a crap ton of startups that claim crazy numbers too, but Remark has really established. I mean, we know Remark's established yeah. if they're now in partnership with yeah. Bugatti and Porsche. Speaking of <laughs> like, which, that's I just want to touch on the fact that Lordstown Motors like claimed like all. Oh my god, I hate that company. <laughs> oh my god, why? Or why is there still investors in that company? Like, there's been so much shady stuff with it. Their truck looks horrendous. Like, <laughs> I'll uh, be honest, I would have rather have had. The Lordstown truck 
over the Cybertruck, though. Uh, I don't. I don't even know if I'd go that far. <laughs> I would. I thought the Cybertruck. I think the Cybertruck is that horrendous of a. They said they're going to redesign it. They so. need to make it a truck, not a prism. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Um. So yeah. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Bugatti and Remak are now uh, their own company, um, but again, Remak doing Remak things, Bugatti doing Bugatti things. Although next Bugatti will be fully electric, um, which kind of predictable, but also still just still big news. That's that's crazy. Yeah, that's such an awesome Mac. And mix you know that the, they won't brands. be making a Prism. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh my not if they hope to be a fast vehicle and be aerodynamic. I mean, a Prism could be aerodynamic. If you make it that uh, way, <laughs> you put the pointy part up front. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know about the rear, though. That would be a little off. It's just one big spoiler, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, what do we got next? Um. Uh, well, so we've been talking a lot about sports cars and supercars. Unfortunately, we have to dial it back a little bit and go to more uh, affordable vehicles, but that's okay. Because um, totally okay we're, we're we have fun talking about these vehicles too, um, unless uh, it's a Prius, in which case no. Um, <laughs> although it is a hybrid, um, this is just a quick article. I thought this was interesting. Um, Jeep says that the Wrangler 4XE, which is the hybrid Wrangler, is now the best-selling plug-in hybrid in America. Really? That's what Jeep is claiming. That to me is I I don't even know if I've seen one on the road yet, but. Apparently, I mean, I right really now, know how to, I don't really know how to tell if it's a hybrid, to be honest with you. Like, is there like uh, a big badge th- that says hybrid on it? Not necessarily hybrid. There are a few graphics that are in um, different colors. Uh, it has like the blue blue graphics. Oh. Um, and it does have the 4XE badge in the back. I've probably seen it and just not that paid is pos- attention. Yeah, it's possible you might have seen it and just not noticed because it does, for the most part, look like a Wrangler, um, which is probably why it's sold so much yeah because it I doesn't mean, it doesn't do some crazy stuff to make it stand out yeah it's just, it's just a, a hybrid wrangler, wrangler. Hy- it's just a wrangler with an electric motor in it yep and as some blue highlights yep yep um yeah anyways that was quick i just i just thought that was interesting like wow i wouldn't have expected it to be the best-selling hybrid now i mean i could see the appeal behind it it's a wrangler with an electric motor to get you further yeah I, um i'd buy one well, if I was that much of a Jeep guy. Right. Exactly. I'm not. <laughs> um, let's go to the opposite spectrum. Let's talk about cars that aren't selling. Okay. Which is the Nissan 370Z. Just Nissan in general. Uh, they're actually stepping up. Really? Yeah. I mean, if, you, if you've been paying attention to Nissan, they have been really revamping the brand. Cause the I have noticed that. The past couple of years, they kind of fell below... And then also their CEO was like, oh, yeah, I, I forget, that. he was into some shady stuff. So. Well, now he's like saying that he was set up on a lot of stuff too. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've actually been kind of impressed with Nissan and I've been kind of uh, hyping them in- internally. Internally. Um, however, the 370Z, this just goes to show why they needed to update this. Yes. Because last quarter, they only sold five 370Zs. Bruh. <laughs> five bruh that's like that's almost one per month there's a okay okay (laughs) remember i've been saying that they needed to update the gtr and they needed to update Uh the z and they Uh yeah this is 
why. This is why. <laughs> this is why. Yeah. Once you've gotten to the point where you're so outdated that everything else makes you look like you were born 10 years ago because you were, nobody cares about you anymore. Right. They're just going to go buy the used version. Yeah, exactly. From 10 years ago. Exactly. They can buy the exact same car for 40% less. <laughs> and then go buy the new infotainment system and install it. Yeah, or just put in an aftermarket infotainment system because it was trash anyway. It'll be <laughs> the better. one that was in the newer ones was trash anyway. I can anyway. get Apple CarPlay on that one. Exactly. And Android Auto. And Android Auto. Um, wireless as well. Yeah. If, um, even aftermarket stereos have that nowadays. Exactly. So who the heck would buy a new 3 Exactly. When you could buy a used one and also put money into to those five people were <laughs> seriously what were they thinking i don't know what went through their heads that made them say you know what i'm gonna go buy that 370z because they probably knew to be fair they probably had math massive discounts especially with the new z coming yeah the z's that did the 370z's that do exist on dealerships right now they're probably have major discounts if I had guessed. More than likely. I would be if I was a dealership be like we need to get rid of these because yeah. as soon as that new Z is revealed <laughs> everything the, is the gonna... The 370Zs are just gonna be hanging around. 370Zs are just gonna go straight to the dumpster. <laughs> Pretty much. Like let's be real here. Um, They also they mentioned sales for all their vehicles. Keep in mind that Nissan um, had huge huge sales numbers. Um, A lot of brands did this past quarter but Nissan as well had huge sales numbers, um, but the Z just, no. And, and this is exactly why the 400Z is coming out. Um, they also mentioned GTR. GTR, GTR sold more. Uh, GTR, really? GTR sold 49. That's actually kind of impressive in comparison. That's, right? <laughs> when you look at the Z, that's pretty impressive, especially when you also look at the price tag. It's yeah. a lot more of an expensive vehicle. It's and about $100,000 But it's sold 10 times more. Yeah. Uh, so, interesting stuff. Yeah. Um, but uh, that being said, yeah. they still only sold forty nine, and so uh, still not a lot. Uh, Nissan, you've got some, uh, you got some work to do, bud. Right, Lam- got some work to do, bud. Lamborghinis selling that last edition of Ventador, and they're probably like already spoken for. <laughs> yeah, for five hundred of them yeah. versus G- a GTR for a quarter of the cost, 50. and yeah. they've only sold fifty. So yeah, yeah. that tells so, you that tells you what the market's saying. Um, Nissan, Nissan, move on, bud. Yes, move on, bud. Um. Also, sales numbers, Porsche Taycan outsells 911 and 718 came in combined. Not surprising. Not too surprising, but I thought it was kind of interesting. It is pretty interesting, but it's not surprising <coughs> at all. Again, yeah. right, Taycan, not only is it electric, it's also a four-door. And it's also fantastic. And it's amazing. It's like renowned. Everybody agrees that it's an amazing vehicle. So why wouldn't it sell better? I don't know. Yeah. I uh, this this just seems kind of obvious to me. Okay. If I I'm being honest. <laughs> That's um, all right. But good job, Porsche. Woo-hoo. You made a good car. Yeah. That's not you know entirely out of your wheelhouse because you always do. But yep. um, thank you for existing. So we're actually going to be almost done for part two. Uh, we had enough for part three. Um, just, uh, holding on to electric vehicles real quick. Um, I thought this was really interesting. Autonomous driving apparently takes up a crap ton of energy, which makes sense because you have all of these sensors, cameras, and then you also have to have an ECU that is processing all this stuff in real time. Um, there is a study, I believe, or just an article that came out 
that shows that while using uh, like um, autopilot significantly decreases your range. Um, really? Yes. By up to 25%. Holy crap. And that's why I'm mentioning the article. 25% just for, just for using self-driving technology. That is huge. That's insane. Yeah. And so they're estimating that cars with 300 mile range, when you're using this technology, you only get 225. 75 mile difference just because you want to use automatic cruise control. Okay. Um, stop being lazy, people. <laughs> um, drive your car. <laughs> um Turn the wheel yourself. Turn, use that. Use th- that. That kinetic energy in your arms, <laughs> except for the computer energy and electrical Physically energy. Physically turn the steering wheel. <laughs> um, use your right foot to press down on the accelerator pedal. Yeah, and then move it from the accelerator pedal to the brake pedal whenever you need to apply a brake, mm-hmm. and you'll save seventy-five miles. There you go. I have solutions, I promise. (laughs) (laughs) Can't promise that they're new solutions, but they work. (laughs) Solutions. They're proven, okay? Sometimes sometimes simple is better. (laughs) I totally agree, as we also agree with the Hellcat tournament uh, winner. Exactly. Um, Front engine, big V8. Rural drive. Smoky burnouts. There you go. Are better than computers and yeah. Yeah. They're better than computers. Anyway. Okay, guys, I hope you did enjoy that episode. If you did, of course, be sure to share the episode. Like I said at the very beginning, uh, be sure to share the episode because that's how we do grow. Um, also, if you're on Instagram, on uh, TikTok, be sure to follow us at the next Apex Podcast and at the next Apex P. If you uh, if you are on YouTube, feel free to give us a subscribe over at the next Apex Podcast. And of course, follow each of us. Um, on our designated Instagrams uh, at, ba- at Josh underscore Bayless and at the Tompkins Media. But until next time, guys, we will see y'all on the next Apex.